0: Hello. Welcome. (laughs) Um, Have you heard the good news about J.P. Licks? No.
1: I'm Sophia. I use she, her pronouns. I'm
0: Kat or Dylan. I use they, them pronouns. Uh, J.P. Licks is a Boston-based ice cream chain. They're kosher. They're a kosher kitchen. Nice. Um, they have gluten-free cones Last and day non-dairy Passover. ice cream, so. Oh, was my thing about Ben and Jerry's? Ooh, maybe. And about how they do delivery? Ooh. Um, yeah, no, but, uh, J.P. But, like, Lexus- independent
1: delivery? Sorry? They, they do, like, independent delivery, so they don't deliver. I mean, like, you can get delivery through, like, DoorDash and other stuff, but, like, they do their own delivery. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Love that. Um.
0: Oh, but J.P. Lex is turning forty this year, which is forty.
1: Wild. I heard getting horny. And nope, they turned their forty. Logo is a their logo is a cow, so I could understand like bulls have horns, but um, <laughs> 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 um, yeah. yeah.
0: <clears throat> I I love JP Lex whenever I'm like Ow. in Boston I want to go there cuz they have really good non-dairy ice cream and they have gluten-free cones sometimes um and it's just it's a fun great it's a it's a it's one of they them Boston dessert staples yeah like like also, Mike's pastry or like flour bakery or
1: Is this a contra- is this a potentially controversial opinion? I am of the opinion that a f- that a a cone bowl is superior to a cone. I
0: don't know. I will think take a
1: cone cuz I don't like getting my hands sticky. Yeah. I have like a texture thing. I hate having sticky hands. So I will take a cone bowl over a cone. Or yeah. I it goes it goes cone bowl bowl cone. Unless Same. it's soft serve, unless it's Oh yeah. Unless it's soft serve, in which case if you're getting it in a cup you're a monster
0: eating soft serve out of a cup which i have done before because i can't do the gluten um it's just but you it have an feels excuse wrong
1: i'm sorry you have an excuse it
0: feels wrong and bad <laughs> eating soft serve out of a cup
1: yeah but you could get it with a cone and then not eat the cone but that feels sad yeah i like never considered that um, fuck i really want soft serve now i wonder if. hang on I am watching a movie with a friend. Mm. Maybe I'll. Do they have soft serve at this place that I'm thinking of? Maybe. Um. Um. <gasps> it is soft serve! Fuck. Maybe I'll go get soft serve. Um, the. In our general vicinity, my mom and I were driving back from something in like the general area in which we live. Um,. There is a soft serve place Dairy Joy. Holy cow. Fuck me, man. Nice. So good.
0: Um my favorite ice cream places are the like really specific weird local places with uh like very specific custom flavors, like signature flavors. Um every time I have like visited somebody in their like hometown or home city or whatever, they're always like, "Oh, you got to try this place." It's the best ice cream in the world and it's only available here and you try it and it's always really good. Um, Maybe not always the best ice cream in the world, but it's always really good. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, my sister's fiance uh, has been raving for ages about uh, this ice cream that you can only get at a gas station near her hometown.
1: (gasps) This place near me. I don't know if I've said that I'm in the general. There's five schools around where I, am, where I live in the Pioneer Valley. So I'm not going to say which one. Mm-hmm. I know I've said, well, I know I've said I go to a women's college. So it's one of the two that's in the Pioneer Valley. So. It's actually UMass. <laughs> I go to UMass. Um, so I either go to Mount Holyoke or Smith. I won't say which one, though. Um, but there's a... Cindy's in the Pioneer Valley. I just found out it has a, a hundred flavors of soft serve. What? Holy the shit! Fuck.
0: That's they have so cool. and s-
1: some of them are available in vegan. Nice. All of them look like they're available in vegan. That's crazy. I, there's catch. You gotta come. Con. You used to come visit me.
0: Yeah. There's a place on Cape Cod that I rave about all the time and drag everybody to. Um, even though it's a bit of You've a drive me, from where I stay there. on the Cape. What?
1: You've brought me there, right? Yeah. That's the... And
0: they have like a zillion flavors of ice cream, including like 10 flavors of non-dairy ice cream and two flavors of non-dairy soft serve and vegan fudge.
1: Um, Wait, why is fudge normally not? Is it dairy? Yeah.
0: There's what, generally what, cream in fudge. Milk,
1: like milk chocolate. Oh, cream. Yeah, okay. To make
0: it like pourable, Cre-
1: I guess. Pourable. Oh my god what are their hours um <clears throat> we only oh. accept in-person ordering for ice cream because it melts as soon as we make it so sadly no ordering on the phone or ordering online
0: oh my goodness
1: oh <laughs> um, strawberry strawberry kiwi soft serve <gasps> wow okay sorry <laughs> i need to stop looking at if you're ever in the pioneer valley um Go to Cindy's if it's open. And I I believe it's now open. Um, Oh,
0: but this gas station ice cream that my sister's fiance raved about. The first time my sister like went to visit, like went to go meet um, her fiance's family. Her fiance took her to the gas station. My sister's been raving about this gas station. Excuse me.
1: What did you say? Gas station what? Gas
0: station ice cream.
1: I thought you said sushi and i was like isn't gas station sushi notoriously i
0: might have said sushi at some point i don't think so but i could have because brain not fully working yet today um (laughs) um gas station ice cream anyway um when my sister and her fiance got engaged a bunch of my sister's fiance's friends uh, like came over and hung out in my parents' backyard for it. Um, and some of them came from New York and from near my sister's fiancé's hometown.
1: I feel like the thing about, there are always those like hole in the wall places that you don't expect to have good stuff. Yeah. And then they do. And you're like, holy beans, you got good good shit. Yeah,
0: um, this, uh, this so um one of the friends brought this ice cream, and I got to try it finally after.
1: Do cu- they pack it in, f- like, freeze dried? Like, like I mean, um, no, they just put it in a,
0: it. a uh, like a cooler to transport oh, okay. it. Okay,
1: because um we got for something in um October <clears throat> for a funeral um somebody brought. Ice cream is not great, but they brought it in um, dry ice. That's really cool. It was these like small, like kitty sizes of ice cream um, packed in dry ice. And we'd left it out in the like all day. Um, It was actually no, it wasn't the funeral. It was my cousin. It doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) It really, really doesn't matter. Um, But they packed it in dry ice. And I know when we were in Italy years ago, we went to this gelato place. And if you ordered the gelato to go, they would pack it in dry ice for you. Not like the industrial grade dry ice that they use to like get rid of warts and stuff on your feet. Which, by the way, I once This is... I don't even know where I'm going with this. I haven't taken my meds this morning, so ah. it's going to it's gonna be a funky podcast. I'll try to stay on track. Maybe I should do that now. This is the second time I'm taking my medications on the podcast. Is it Saturday or Sunday? Uh,
0: today's it's Saturday.
1: Saturday. I had to look at my watch,
0: even though I definitely could have just looked at my birth control because it tells me what day it is.
1: Um. Dude, during the first like couple months of the panty... Of the of the panorama, mm-hmm. um, when I took my birth control, it was literally the only way I would know what day it was. Um,
0: oh, but this ice cream, this really Wait, really oh good no, gas I station ice say, cream.
1: No, I was in in Italy. They would pack it in gelato. Oh, but I once had a wart removed with dry ice. I was. That's also where I was going with that. Sorry. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> um. Oh boy.
0: Sorry, my brain just stopped for a second. Oh, but this this ice cream. First of all, it was fucking fantabulous. Um, it's like vanilla ice cream base with like swirls of real like peanut butter and fudge just kind of mixed in. Um, really good, especially because the fudge and the f- peanut butter freezes. So it's like solid and Ooh. like melts in your mouth. It's so good. Um, but it came in a cardboard box, like a reinforced like. Like the like waterproof cardboard, you know. Hold on. That like the, for freezer food.
1: The box with all of the ice cream in it. You no, know, or like the carton was
0: a cardboard box.
1: Huh? Wait, like square? Yep. Not round. Not round. I'm intrigued. Anyway, it's That's been fun. 11 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Let's talking about
0: just nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so speaking of food and things, be like, I know you don't drink beer, but because no. you can't, yeah, because bad for your stomach. Ooh. But um, this article that I'm reading to us today comes from the Smithsonian Magazine. The world's oldest industrial-scale brewery has been found in Egypt. Woo. Located in an ancient necropolis, the five thousand year old facility was capable of producing up to five thousand nine hundred gallons of beer at a time. This article by Livia Gershon, Gershon, uh, is from February sixteenth, so a little while ago. But whatever, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, before the ancient Egyptians built the pyramids, or for, for the departed pharaohs, they honored their dead in a different way with huge quantities of beer. Now, archaeologists from Egypt and the United States have found a 5,000-year-old large-scale brewery at a funeral site in North Abydos. Ab- Abydos. Okay, wait. Can I... Okay. This is a good story to do now because we just were... Passover ends tomorrow. Mm. Not that... But... You know, story of Exodus. I'm Jewish. I don't know if I've said that in a while. Um, and fuck, I don't know if I've also. Kat, you remember my? Do you remember my obsession with Egypt? Yes. Do you remember this? Vaguely, um, I were... remember you had that book
0: that everybody well, okay. who was obsessed with G- uh, Egypt. I almost it said Jesus. For... That's a different well, book.
1: That's a um, different book. <laughs> <laughs> it everybody who was obsessed with than... Egypt had that big gold book. Egypt, Egyptology. It went further than Egyptology, though. The Egyptology mm. book. Because there was the, the, the... There were the Egyptology, Dragonology, Pyrodology, Feriology. It was like the... All of those books.
0: Two of those you things know? are not like the others. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh-huh. As far as I know. Uh-huh. Well, but they were really... They were fun books. Um, But it went beyond that. And I I don't know if it was... Um, oh boy, my brain just did some truly wild leaps about something else that I wanted to tell you about. So Egypt. Mm-hmm. Um I so like lots of people had the Egyptology book, which was like very aimed at children mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if this is because I was a, a Jewish child and the story of like Moses and the Exodus, and we would always watch prince of egypt at passover like I still watch prince of egypt on passover it's my passover tradition every single year second night seder we watch prince of egypt mm. always every year did it this year i always at some point either on the second night seder or every single year at some point during the week we watch prince of egypt always without mm. fail um it's just tradition sorry that's from fiddle around the roof in case you didn't know. What the fuck? There's a hawk outside. Wow, that's fun. No, it's a crow. Never mind. Um, oh my god. <laughs> um, so we so I had the Egyptology book and I was obsessed with it. And I had the 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 whole thing about, you know, like we were jews in egypt and we were enslaved Mm -hmm. by that and blah 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 and um i legitimately would read like textbooks about egyptian history Mm -hmm. i wanted to be an archaeologist to go to egypt like I, i was obsessed like it was one of the only way my parents could what the hell was that sorry sound was made in my room Mm. it was like one of the only ways that my parents could get me to read I think it might have also been do you remember the Scooby-Doo where's your mummy yes (laughs) I think it might have also been that um fun fact about me
0: that you might not know based on this podcast is if somebody starts the sentence do you remember the (laughs) Scooby-Doo the answer is probably yes I was so obsessed with Scooby-Doo as a child
1: um, I remember having a crush on uh, just period. Like you could end the sentence there. Um, I think Cleopatra in that movie and the other archaeologist in that movie that wasn't Velma, mm-hmm. um, the the hot blonde one. Mm-hmm. I never. Fred was never one of my crushes. Never had a crush on Fred. Um, Too. I I don't know what it was. It doesn't matter. Um, You
0: know who I always had a crush on? Velma. Well, yes, but... Daphne. Well, yes, but... (laughs) Them Hex Girls.
1: Oh, I was about to say the Hex Girls.
0: Also, um, Ben Ravencroft, even though he was evil. um, (laughs) In my defense, I'm pretty sure he's voiced by Tim Curry.
1: Wait... I'm forgetting Ben Ravencroft. He's
0: from Witch's Ghost. Oh,
1: I can't Google it on my
0: phone.
1: Hang on, I got it. Nope, not Ben. Oh, yeah, that's fair. He's a ponytail, though. And? Just saying. I'm just, just letting you know. It's it is Tim Curry, yeah. Um. Oh man, Scooby Doo! Yeah, them them Hex Girls really. What was the one about surfing? There was a Scooby Doo about surfing. Anyway, yeah, it was in Hawaii. Good. I yeah. I think there were more than one in Hawaii. All I remember is the surfing one. Mm. Um. It, well, so the villain in that one was trying to buy up... Scooby-Doo had some... I'm pretty sure Scooby-Doo turned me into a radical. Um Valid. <laughs> Well, because it was all about the villain of that movie. They was trying to buy up um, indigenous Hawaiian tribal land. And was, like, all about pinning the, like... If I'm remembering correctly, trying to make the locals look bad through Mm. like trying to make the land look whatever. I have not seen that one in a long time. I believe he was trying to like
0: scare away the locals from or sorry, scare away tourists tourists. from locals, scare away tourists from locals businesses so they wouldn't have enough money to stay in business.
1: Yeah. So he could buy up. The property, yeah, I believe that is correct. Anyway, Scooby Doo turned me into a radical. Um, so there's that. Anyway, back to ancient Egypt. Um, I did recently watch the beginning of the Scooby Doo Where's Your Mummy, and they Cleopatra is a white lady, and so are all of the other Egyptians. So just, Oof. um, Keep that well, so the like the ancient Egyptians, they're all white, um, so just uh not great, but you know, do better next time. I don't know who makes this made the scooby Doo movies, but just you know, um, maybe oh, <laughs> i watched it, and I was like, oh, but, yeah. It'll still be better than Joseph King of Dreams. That movie sucked. Anyway, it's supposed to be the sequel to Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt is perfect. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I saw somebody making a tier list or like a ranking of DreamWorks films. And they Mm -hmm. put fucking, they were like, I haven't seen Prince of Egypt, but it's religious. So I don't think it's very good. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, that, sorry. Quick thing about Prince of Egypt before you get back to actual Egypt. Um, that movie slaps so fucking hard and the music in that is so good. The music, every single song. Have you seen it? I've How seen it. I okay. I
0: didn't really like it that much as a <gasps> child.
1: Heartbroken. Well, okay. Did you watch it in like Sunday school? No. Okay. But it made well, me Kat, it reminded me of Sunday school, which cat, you'll just have to watch Prince of Egypt with me. Okay. You'll have to watch watching Prince of Egypt with a Jew is so much more fun than watching it with a group of Guaim. I'm just saying. I believe that. The Jews just have more fun. We get it. <laughs> it's our story. Are you fucking kidding me? No, you're valid. Yes. You can't sit there and tell me that it's not more fun to watch Moses, who is a bit of an idiot, to be fair. The guy has no brain cells. Whatever. It's fine. No, he does.
0: (laughs) Sophia with her hot Moses takes.
1: I don't want to slander Moses. I don't want God to come and spite me. I was talking with my dad about God yesterday. And I was like, you know how I know God, you know how people are like, God is a woman. And I'm like, you know how I know God's not a woman? It's because he's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> not to say that women can't be assholes or whatever. But like, are you kidding me? There is no fucking way that God would have been like, to not to go biblical for a second. But I've been, you know, it's Passover. I've been thinking about it. There is no way that God would have been like, hey, Abraham. Hey, Hey, I want you to go kill your firstborn son because I want you to s- I just do you love me? Do you are you faithful? Are you loyal? Go kill your son. Prove it. And then be like, "Ha ha, pranked motherfucker." Pranked. I uh-uh, didn't mean, I just wanted to see how far I could push you. That's what he does. It's one of the, just literally what God does in like He's, like, pranked. There's no way. I don't think. I just think if God was a woman, I just don't think she would do something like that.
0: Um, I. It's just my opinion. My thoughts about religion. I'm also an agnostic. Just throwing that out there. I just don't think.
1: But. I'm an agnostic. I just. My thing with God is that, like, fuck. No, I don't. I don't know. Why? (laughs) Why are you asking me? Um. For me, though, uh, the thing is, like, um,
0: uh, when people talk about, like, oh, you know, like, if there is a God, how could God let us suffer or whatever? um, I'm always like, have you never played The Sims?
1: (laughs) It's a really good point. It's funny. Yeah. Old Testament God's a fucking asshole. Old Testament God is a is a dick. Which is why I'm convinced he's a man. Because he's he goes up to Noah and is like, hey, dude, I don't like this one. I'm going to start over. Fuck you. Anyway, Egypt. Egypt. Sorry, not to go. Yeah. Brewery. I have, oh, yeah. I just, I just don't think that. I think if God was a woman... I just don't think that she would have been like, I'm going to kill every single human on Earth except for Noah and his family. Because that's logical. And then every single person will be related to each other. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. um, So the brewery probably dates back to King Namir, who ruled ancient Egypt uh, about... Who ruled in ancient Egypt uh 3150 bc reports angie's french and Aegeans. wow fuck me god damn it i can't name names never heard of them the only name i know is mine and yours (laughs) Uh, and the name of this podcast and the name but that's not a person's name true you don't know hi how are you my name's have you heard the good news <laughs> um angie's french piece pests pesses, pieces whatever um it's it houses eight large areas for beer production each contains about 80 earthenware pots arranged in rows workers would have heated grains in water heated grains and water in vats that were held in place by clay levers, 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 doesn't matter. Uh, Evidence found at the archaeological site in, located in southern Egypt, located, Jesus Christ, located in this, he's not important in this conversation, located in the southern (coughs) Egyptian city of Sohag suggests that beer was used oh my god my wow i'm really struggling um suggests that the beer was used in sacrificial rites the brewery may have been built uh specifically to supply the royal rituals that were taking place inside the funeral facilities of the kings of egypt says joint expedition leader matthew adams an archaeologist at new york university Uh, In a statement from the Egypt's Ministry of Tourism and Antiques. God, dream job. I'm just going to stop being an environmental science major and just become an archaeologist instead. Bye. Follow my childhood dreams. That's what I wanted to be when I grew up. When people would ask me, I wanted to be an archaeologist. Wow. Completely forgot about that. Um, As Adams tells, you ever just forget things about your childhood? Oh, absolutely. Anyway. Anyway. Um, was it you who had the cardboard cutout? Is that you? Of Scooby-Doo? Yeah. The talking cardboard
0: cutout of Scooby-Doo? Yes, that was me.
1: What? Was it? Did you also not to like fully, fully out you on the podcast? Did you also have one of Jack Sparrow?
0: My sister had one of Captain Jack Sparrow that she used to like to play next to my bed while I was sleeping. So I would wake up (laughs) and Captain Jack Sparrow would be looming over me with a sword. So
1: you, you did not have one, but. There was often one in your room. Yes. That's terrifying. Where did you... It doesn't matter. Newberry Comics? They I have, have no idea. just where you would procure something of that.
0: I can only assume, like, Newberry Comics or, like... Yeah, I don't know.
1: It wasn't it got the to- age of
0: ordering things online all
1: the time, you know? No. It, it's got to be a Newberry Comics. Anyway... Um, as Adams tells CBS News's Ahmed Shwat, sh- 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 shock, Shockwat? Doesn't matter. British archaeologist T. Eric Pete, doesn't matter. Fuck. Does. Fuck. Uh, investigated the site. Oh my God. N- n- wow. Investigated the site more than a century ago and found what he believed to be a system for drying grain to guard against rot before further exploring by other, before further exploring at other Egyptian sites with similar artifacts, suggesting that these were actually used for beer making. The site Pete discovered was lost until 2018. I thought that sentence was going to be, was lost in 2018, and I'm like, how do you lose an entire dig site? Um, Was lost until 2018 when researchers, oh, rediscovered it using magnetic survey technology. So it was lost and then they rediscovered it. How do you, how does one do, it doesn't, how does one do that? How do you lose a dig site? Sandstorms. Yeah, but presumably you would have like taken GPS coordinates, right? Yeah, I have no idea. What, like, once you get into the GPS stuff, it's. Or like map coordinates, you can yeah. like lat long, baby. That's existed for a a lat long time. Map quest, how to get there. <laughs> um, I found out my dad like this is like pre the pre the Panna Cotta. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out my dad in like 2019. He like map quested something, and I was like, Dad, are you using Map Quest, and he was like, "Yeah, we we gotta go somewhere." And I was like, "Why are you? Why do you have the Map Quest app on your phone?" <laughs> he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "You have a built-in app on your phone for maps." He was like, "Oh, right." I was like, "Oh, oh my goodness! My God!" Um. Um, They found that the sheer scale of the brewery made it unlike any other beer-making facilities. The setup appears to have allowed for the production of 5,900 gallons at a time. That's a lot of beer. That would get you real drunk. Can you imagine? I think you'd be dead, actually.
0: Probably. I I, for one, certainly would be.
1: You'd be dead for not alcohol poisoning, though.
0: I mean, okay, no you would does.
1: be. <laughs> um, Remember that would, meme? Yes, I do. Which one do you think? This is gross. This is a gross question I'm about to ask you. Which one would you get? Which one do you think would get you first?
0: I think the gluten would weaken my. Um, who's in a what's it? You know. Um, my, um, stomach lining and digestive ability and my liver and kidneys enough that it would be easy for the alcohol to take me out.
1: Okay. So you think the alcohol poisoning would get you first?
0: Oh, definitely. Okay. Alcohol poisoning can work pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, that's true. Did I ever tell you the story about, no, this is not my, this is my friend's story about, um, a a friend of a friend got, got drunk and then had to go to bed and put text put put like her textbooks in her backpack and then put her backpack on and then went to sleep in her bed on her stomach so she was in like the drunky this the, the drunky that's terrible the the sleeping position that you you put somebody in when they're drunk
0: they're like recovery position or whatever yeah
1: so if you vomit in your sleep you don't choke on it Mm. but nobody was going to be there to make sure everybody else was going home for the night so nobody was going to be there to make sure that she didn't i mean she wasn't like that drunk but she was worried about herself Mm -hmm. so she put her backpack on to make sure that she didn't roll over onto her back in her sleep so she would stay on her stomach she, she put her backpack on with a textbook in it mm-hmm. so she would stay on her stomach. I just think that's really smart. This is a life tip. My phone is alive! Yay! Um, that's enough to give every single per. Oh, here's our answer to how much beer that is. That's enough to give every person in a 40,000 seat sport stadium a pint, Adams tells CBS. This is uh, Egypt and perhaps the world's earliest example... Of a truly industrial scale, beer production. The facility's scale also highlights the wealth of Egypt, Egypt's rulers from the start of the Pharaohic period, which likely begun begun with Namar, Namir, um, though some accounts place his rule at the end of the pre-dynastic period. He is said to have united Upper and Lower Egypt, and his name is recorded as the first on Egypt's long list of kings found in the Ab- Ab- Abos's tomb. Abydos is one of the most significant archaeological sites in Egypt. Held uh, uh, Sites in Egypt held the tombs of kings dating back to even before the start of the dynastic system, it served as several royal cemeteries. It it served as the royal cemetery for the first and second dynasties and remained significant as a site dedicated to the dead during the Old Kingdom period when the pyramids were built. The necropolis. What's the difference between a necropolis and an acropolis? I guess necropolis is a dead thing, cause yeah. Gotta be something with dead. Anyway, the necropolis is associated with the jackal god, oh, I used to know how to say this, Keneti Keneti Imenut, and later became the center for the cult of Osiris. Adams tells CBS that Namir and his successors built huge royal cultic closures, enclosures at Abydos, where people conducted rituals with offerings for the dead on a large scale. These included, first and foremost, with beer, and with thousands of pottery beer jars found in and around some of the funerary temples, he says. Per Nafisa letters of el El-Tihir's, Of Reuters, the discovery comes at a time when Egyptian officials are eager to highlight the archaeological finds as the country's tourism industry tries to recover from the COVID nineteen pandemic. Tourists visiting Egypt dropped from thirteen point one million to three point five million last year. Egypt, or my God. Among the finds announced in the recent months are a mummy with a gold tongue, that's cool. I want a gold tongue, um, an ancient queen's tomb, and a trove of sealed sarcophagi at the Saqqara necropolis. Saqqara's story will be told at the Smith- will be told in the Smithsonian's Channel docu series, Tomb Hunters, scheduled to air later this year. Cool. Can we, though, like, not commodify, like, another culture, though? Can, like, the Royal Museum, like, return all of the, like, that they have? Like, that's like a good big deal. So, 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 so. Anyway. um, Yeah, it's been, like, a dream of mine to visit the Cairo Museum for, like, a really, really long time. It's been, like, on my list. My uncle used to do this thing uh, as a bar about mitzvah gift mm-hmm. where he would give um he would take he for my cousins both got to do it um it doesn't matter i'm not bitter it i understand why things happened things change um but my cousins respectively got to go to china or got to go to beijing and paris and my plan was i wanted to go to cairo um, desperately, desperately wanted to go to Cairo and the Cairo Museum and see everything because I was obsessed. Did you have an obsession? It was my first true hyperfixation. Like genuinely, like truly, I gobbled up every piece of, I read and I, I didn't watch a lot of documentaries, but I read a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot. It was it was kind of crazy. I was insane. My parents were like, "This girl's crazy." Anyway,
0: um, you you remember that I had a talking cardboard cutout of Scooby Doo? <laughs> yeah, of Scooby Doo.
1: I also had Scooby Doo plates,
0: Scooby Doo silverware, Scooby Doo cups, Scooby Doo mugs, Scooby Doo sheets, Scooby Doo a giant, several giant Scooby Doo stuffed animals, um, Scooby Doo posters. Um, Okay,
1: we get it. You liked Scooby-Doo. Well, you asked if I had any obsessions as a child. No, I'm joking. I am am joking. I I am Um, joking.
0: I I memorized the, like, phrases that my talking cardboard cutout would say, and I would have conversations with him.
1: Oh, cat! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I know I said that with, like, lots of sad, but... Um, cat. Are were you good as a child? Ah.
0: No. Um. So when I was little, I went to school um several towns over. And so I for until I like started hanging out with the other kids in our neighborhood, I didn't have any friends who lived nearby.
1: What was the year you started going to school? Oh, it was
0: third grade. Third grade
1: third grade
0: that I started going to public school
1: yeah what year did we start we started hanging out before then though right a like little just, bit just like the summer before before then I think yeah. though, right I remembered I remember you being um my second grade teacher had a point system do you remember this this is so specific no. Because rem- this is super, super, super specific. My second grade teacher had a point system for when we were in transitions or like in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And one of the point system was if we were walking somewhere and our line was really nice. Because, you know, when you, you had to walk in a line of in course. elementary school when you were, whatever. Um, And one of the ones was like, if a teacher said you had a nice line, you got three points. And if a student said you had a nice line, you got two points but you would only get the points if the student was a former if it was a student from her class who had been in her class Mm -hmm. and I remember one time you said nice line or and we didn't get any points and you came up to me later and you were like why didn't they why didn't you get any points when I said nice line and I was like oh because you weren't part of the class. Huh. Or I like don't that.
0: remember that, but I believe no, that it it's happened. V-
1: very specific. And I was I always wondered why that was. Anyway. I don't have anything more to say about Egypt. Do you have anything more to say about Egypt? Not that I can think of. Egypt is really cool. But like don't be a douchebag about it. That's my thing about about Egypt. Don't be shitty about, about being a tourist in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Go there. If you're gonna go to Egypt. As I plan to do someday, go because you are genuinely interested in learning about Egyptian culture because there are still people who are, like, Egyptian history and culture didn't end when the pharaohs stopped being pharaohs. Like, people are like, oh, Egypt is so cool and it's like ancient history. Egypt is still a place that exists and is happening. Mm-hmm. There's still lots of stuff that's going on in the country. It's still very real. That's my, like, big political, apart from, you know, talking about God earlier or whatever, um, you know, politics and religion, whatever. Um, but, like, Egypt is still very real, and Egyptian culture is still very much a thing. Mm-hmm. And something to be mindful of when you go there and be respectful of. So if you go to Egypt, just keep those things in mind. That's my one, that's my one thing Mm -hmm. is just like, be respectful of this culture that has got a lot of history and is still very much present in the world, not just in Egypt it's like you've probably known an Egyptian person in your life that's what Mm -hmm. I'm saying as well anyway middle bit I don't have anyone to talk about in the middle bit so Um, I I have some stuff to talk about in the middle
0: bit this this isn't uh like a small artist that we want to promote and uplift this is actually a website they're not paying us or anything I just want to raise awareness I guess is the phrase um so I I you may or may not know this, but I took a lot of film history classes in college and also a lot of oh, classes
1: wait. wait before you say this, this month oh wait, hang on. Isn't um April quickly mm-hmm. I would just like to say um yesterday Friday was autism awareness day. April is autism awareness month. Quickly, quickly! Don't support Autism Speaks. Yeah, they're a hate group. I I am um, not sure,
0: but I believe some people are on TikTok. were are saying that a lot of people prefer autism acceptance to autism awareness.
1: Y- yes, thank you for correcting me. Yes, autism acceptance. You are correct. Um. Yeah, Autism Acceptance Month. Um, you you are absolutely correct. Um, it is the first A word that popped into my that came yeah. into my head.
0: Well, um, a lot of places talk about Awareness Month. Um, yes, but um, yeah. Um, there's I was there was somebody there's somebody I follow on TikTok who um, their uh, partner is autistic. And during uh, autism, quote unquote, awareness day, would just follow them around being like, be aware of me. I exist.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's Autism Acceptance Month. So um, and yesterday was um, Autism Acceptance Day. Yes. Uh, Don't support Autism Speaks. They are basically a hate group. Yep. Um, Don't wear blue. In honor, you can wear blue. I <laughs> don't wearing wear blue blue right blue now on purpose. Don't wear blue to bring awareness or acceptance of autism. Uh, don't be shitty to autistic people, yeah, just general in general, yeah, um, um that's that. I just quickly wanted to say that. um that's my thing think about um access in your life yeah um your thing now
0: well actually i was also gonna say um because it was this past week um happy trans day of visibility it's on march 31st
1: um, yeah that too yeah hey cat yeah are you every other day of the year you are invisible except for bisexual visibility day
0: and trans day right? of visibility yeah
1: and trans day visibility. I get like two days a year days. where
0: people can see me
1: I don't think I get any because I'm technically queer the month of June nobody nobody can see me I am John Cena goodbye yeah, the John
0: Cena you can't see me hand thing um, <laughs> yeah oh but I was gonna say so I was a film student um, I love movies um but That being said i've watched a lot of movies for classes and stuff um you don't always know what you're getting into this is going to sound like an ad but i just this is important to me (laughs) um you don't always know what you're getting into when you're going to watch a movie um there are some websites that if you have triggers you can look up if if movies or tv shows have things that will be triggering for you um, and they are super helpful. I use them all the time. Actually, I use them pretty much any time I'm going to watch something new. Um, just to, like, make sure I'm going to be okay. Um, it's doesthedogdie.com, which isn't just about animal deaths. They've got all kinds of triggers. I think the trigger list is now, like, 50 things long, and you can select your triggers so you only see those. Um, and unconsenting media, which is all about, uh, the, you know <laughs> brain fart um help what did you say um the the websites does the dog die and unconsenting yeah. media does the dog die has a variety of triggers unconsenting media is specific yeah.
1: um yeah <laughs> yeah they're great yeah did you have something you wanted me to add?
0: Well, I was just I was if you wanted to add something, you can add something.
1: I don't okay. have anything I want to add. But yes, I highly recommend they're so much better than like something like a parent's guide, Ugh. which are um, like terrible. Um and I would highly recommend doing using um Using them if you, or even if you want to, like, see see something that, like, because I'm not somebody who gets, who gets, who gets, like, triggered by very many things, but there are some things that do make me, like, uh, uh, upset, mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, I wish I'd known about this going in. Like, I saw Kira the other day. The first mm-hmm. time. Um, Boy, do I wish I had known about that movie a little bit more going into it. It's hmm. certainly about body horror stuff. Ooh. Because there's a lot of it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um Yeah. Should be. We... Oh, yeah. Um, this Move. week's
0: episode is brought to you by water. Drink water. Drink you literally water, need be- it to survive.
1: Mm-hmm. If you want to sponsor the podcast, shoot us an please. email. Shoot us an email. at gmail.com. We are the same thing on Twitter. Um, at some point, we'll have an Instagram.
0: Yeah, we're working Sorry. on it.
1: We're working hard. Life is really difficult when you're a college student. I, I have, I got stuff to do. I got lots of stuff to do. That's hard. Yeah. Shout out to my friend Jack. If you're listening, you gave me a shout out in your podcast. Oh, nice. So I'm gonna give you a shout what out. What is Jack's my-
0: podcast called?
1: Well, he didn't give us podcast specifically a shout oh, out. Oh, so. okay.
0: I see how he it just,
1: is. He just talked about me. So Jack, if you're listening to this, say my fucking name. Oh, speaking of names. Um, I remembered what I wanted to talk about at the beginning of this, which is just how much I love Lil Nas X so much. <laughs> I am, I love him, and yet I'm angry about the fact that he's a month older than me, which means we're the same age. He's I don't younger like than me, him, which means I, I don't like it. I really don't like it. Mm-hmm. It makes it doesn't make me it doesn't make me uncomfortable. It just is like. How are you so good and so successful? Um, mm. But yeah, I just Lil Nas is just you're really just killing it right now, and just keep it up. Yeah, King.
0: Maybe maybe Truly. I should read a story about Lil Nas X today. Did you have one? Um. So here's the thing. I had a story. Um. And then oh wait, you go? let's
1: see what. I want to see what 1 million moms. I sometimes go to 1 million moms to get ideas for what to talk about. Because if they're mad about something, I'm probably going to be happy about something. Let's go to an incognito tab. One. Um, Oh, before we get into
0: my article. Oh, well, I had an article um, because it was. So the article I wanted to read this week.
1: (gasps) Ugh, wait, can we talk about 1 Million Moms? Oh my yeah. god, they're So their top campaign right, campaigns right now is um they are mad at Pantene because Poor. a Pantene ad is starring a young transgender girl
0: sign How our dare condition they?
1: to pledge to keep Pantene and P&G products off your shopping list. Let Pantene know that if they're going to offend you, they won't be doing it with your money. Jeez. And they're mad at Blue's Clues. Hey! Yeah, remember? we We talked
0: about how they weren't mad at Blue's Clues yet because they're a little slow on the uptake. Yeah.
1: Um, um, they, they're, not, they,
0: they're not plugged in with the memes. Um,
1: yeah. Um, but they are mad at Blue's Clues now. And yeah. also, good for Pantene for having a transgender girl... In one of their ads. That's Fuck great. Yeah. And it looks like she's got two moms as well. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Good for Pantene. Yay. Because um. I told you. My thing with One Million Moms, I'm like, if they're mad about something, I'm glad about something. Yeah. Fuck you, One Million Moms. I hope to someday um, be in one of your campaigns. <laughs> I wonder what their other current campaigns are. Their other ones are... That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Um no, they just have one about Oh, do we talk about the American Girl dolls? We we were did on we 1 million
0: it? moms. So we reacted to so 1 million we... moms reacting to the American Girl dolls.
1: Okay. Um, I feel like we should have a monthly segment where we check in on one million moms. This is this oh, yeah. one is tell senators to vote against Democrats' attack on religious liberties. With possibly, I'm gonna share my screen for just a quick second. This is possibly I don't know how to describe it, but look at this thing. <laughs> this is possibly Jesus. the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I hate it so much. It's like a a woman in a red power suit on a wrecking ball with it says equality act yeah the wrecking ball is labeled equality act with like the the donkey the democratic party donkey and it's smashing into
0: an american flag (laughs) that that says free
1: speech and religious liberty and first amendment it's terrible goodness if you're really curious about it go to um one million com in an incognito tab um I doubt that – here's my thing about One Million Moms is I doubt that they have any alt text on any of their images. I doubt that this is an accessible website. Oh, I doubt it. Anyway, your um, – right, let's move on to your article. Well,
0: I was going to uh, – first and foremost, I wanted to say that the article that I wanted to read was about the documentary The Last, uh, the Last Blockbuster – Because I watched that documentary, and I thought it was great. Um, And it's about the last blockbuster that exists. But the Wall Street Journal won't let me read it. They're like, give us money. And I'm like, I
1: don't want to. Wall Street Journal, give you money. Sorry, I'm looking at this Pantene ad, and the description, I'm not going to watch it because we're on the podcast right now, but it says, for LGBTQ plus kids and families... For LGBTQ plus kids, a family's support means everything. Taking pride in their identity, loving them unconditionally, and seeing them for who they, who they truly are. This International Transgender Day of Visibility, and every day, we are proud to celebrate the power of feeling seen. Because feeling seen means feeling love. That's #beautifulLGBTQ. Oh, and this came out before Transgender Day of Visibility. Fuck yeah! And here's the here's the other thing, I I know there's the whole thing about doing campaigns like Pride washing. I don't remember what the actual term is, but mm-hmm. like Rainbow Capitalism. Rainbow Capitalism. I really appreciate when companies do stuff that's not during Pride. Yeah. And I know this was specifically for um, Trans Day Dave- of. Trans Day Visibility, teed off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know this is specifically for Trans Day Visibility, but just the fact that they're actually thinking about Trans Day Visibility, yeah, says something. Um, that I feel like not a lot of companies are thinking about. You yeah. go Pantene. Fuck yeah. You. Um, fuck yeah, Pantene. Oh, oh,
0: but I have I have a headline without context. Oh yeah. Okay. Let me let me pull it up real quick. I love this one. It was very oh, funny it's, to it's me a tra- personally. it's she's
1: sorry. She's a trans girl with lesbian moms. Fuck yes, it's <laughs> even better.
0: Um, are you ready? Are you ready for this contextless uh, headline?
1: I was gonna say, let me finish That's drinking my water because a I good don't want to spit it all over my computer.
0: Oh, golly. The Angriest Octopus Lashes at a Tourist on an Australian Beach.
1: Oh my god. Okay, wait. Kat, I feel like we've been recording for almost an... uh, About an hour. Mm -hmm. I feel like we should transition the middle bit into being the end end of the show. Perhaps. And only have one article. Um, I don't know.
0: Some weeks we do two articles, like, real fast. And then some weeks...
1: Should we just play it by ear a little bit? Yeah, I think we should play it by ear a little bit. I have a thing to say about this. Mm -hmm. I know we've probably talked about the octopus at the New England Aquarium before. We have. Um, But you know about the octopus? One of the octopi at the New England Aquarium, there was this intern who did... We've told this story before on this podcast. She 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 did a summer internship and then she came back and the octopus would constantly squirt water in her face. Yeah. And then she came back after she got a degree in marine biology and the octopus remembered her and continued Mm -hmm. to squirt water in her face. Watch my, the the movie, my, or the documentary, My Octopus Teacher. It's on Netflix. It's nominated for best documentary. Might win. It's either, sorry. We're going to have my friend, speaking of my friend, Jack, (laughs) we're, we have to coordinate with him. We're probably going to have him, we're going to not talk about the Oscars. We haven't talked about this. We haven't not talked about how we're not talking about the Oscars. But we could talk about the Oscars for hours, and we're not doing that specifically because we know we could talk about them for a long time. Yeah. We're going to do a bonus episode Mm -hmm. where we're going to talk about the Oscars after they happen Mm -hmm. with my friend Jack, who is a film podcast. But because Mm -hmm. he didn't plug my podcast, um, I'm going to be petty. (laughs) No, I won't be petty. Um, my friend Jack's podcast is called Exiting, exiting. Through the Ten. Exiting Through yeah.
0: the 2010s, I believe. T- 2010s? Wow, I think I'm a so. bad
1: friend. I was listening to it earlier today. He talked about... Yeah, it's, yeah, exiting, it's through exiting Through, the, 20 through the 2010s. The most recent episode is um, Mama Mia, Here We Go Again. <gasps> it's really funny. Incredible. Yeah. Um, we shouldn't talk about it too much. But yeah, we're going to have my friend Jack on... Um, To talk about, to debrief the Oscars. Because I have a feeling I'll probably have a lot to say. Okay. Um, I have a mini story. A mini story. Great. We'll keep Um, it snappy. Did you
0: see uh, Bindi Irwin?
1: (gasps) Yes, Steve Irwin's daughter. Bindi
0: Irwin's newborn baby had her first encounter with Crocs. (laughs) Are these the shoes
1: Crocs?
0: Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, i didn't on, see this but on april fool's day one sec let me pull up i should follow bindy irwin uh this is from Enter- entertainment tonight this article is by Paige golly bindy irwin's newborn daughter grace warrior that's a great name
1: holy shit her husband's name is warrior um oh grace her name is grace warrior irwin powell yes
0: Um, Bindi Irwin's newborn daughter, Grace Warrior, meets her first crocs, but it's not what you think. Uh, Bindi Irwin's baby girl is spending time with some crocs. The 22-year-old conservationist's mom, Terry Irwin, and brother, Robert Irwin, both took to Instagram on Thursday to celebrate April Fool's Day with the help of newborn Grace Warrior, Irwin Powell. Um, In the funny photo, Bindi lovingly gazes down at her one-week-old daughter, as her mom, brother, and husband, Chandler Powell, all pose around... No, I don't want to click on the ad. All pose around
1: <laughs> them while holding Crocs, the shoes, not the reptile. Speaking of Steve Irwin, I do have somebody to plug, although I I, I haven't technically asked him for permission to plug, but I feel like it's okay, um, because he is on TikTok. And it's it's Caveman Wildlife Crew on TikTok. He gives me such Steve Irwin energy. I highly recommend you go follow him. He's very good. He's a black naturalist um, and wildlife uh, conservation educator. Highly recommend you go follow him. Um, he's talked about like how Steve Irwin is one of his St- Steve Irwin, one of our like all of our childhoods biggest inspirations mm-hmm. in life and in, in general. Didn't he? No, okay, that's really obscure. Never mind. What? I'm not gonna talk about it. I combined the Rocky and Bowinkle movie and the fact that Steve Irwin made a movie. Like a ah, movie movie. Yeah. Um so Wait, so Steve Irwin okay, do you remember this? Cause Steve Irwin made like like a movie movie. Like a like a I do not film remember this. that was not a um like like a um Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was the the Crocodile Hunter Collision Course. It was a a comedy, an action comedy film. It was not a documentary. Mm-hmm. But it it, it, it <laughs> my my mom and my not my mom. My brother and I were obsessed with it. It stars Steve Irwin as himself and his wife, and was directed blah blah blah. The film. Okay. Let me just read the like the plot summary to you mhm um it was it released in between okay collision course follows Stephen terry who attempts to save a crocodile from poachers not knowing that the two men are actual american cia agents who are after them because the crocodile in irwin's possession accidentally swallowed important satellite tracking information <laughs> That is the plot of the movie. Incredible. It was really good. Um Bindi Irwin is in it as a baby? Incredible. Um yeah, I just remember watching it and it was like Steve Irwin was like himself but as a like it, it was a weird like docu not docu mm. you movie. It we should watch
0: (laughs) um side note do you remember bendy the jungle girl the show
1: a little bit yeah
0: i i like barely remember it but i do remember the theme song and right now it's just like playing on loop in my head um yeah. yeah, but um so on April Fool's Day, Bindy Irwin posted on social media, oh, my daughter, who was a week old at the time, just had her first encounter with Crocs
1: and then there she's was She's twenty two.
0: Yeah, she's younger than me. Just like Lil Nas X. <laughs> um
1: Back to Bindy Irwin doing the funniest thing ever. That's-
0: I like. I saw it and I could not stop thinking about it because that's so clever and so funny. Especially because I I saw the like tag, the like headline tag, whatever, without the picture, and I was like, she she brought her baby to a crocodile, to a crocodile, a croc encounter. Um, but it was shoes. It was
1: shoes.
0: We love okay, Crocs on this podcast. A pretend- oh, I was about to please, say that. Please sponsor us Crocs.
1: This is a Pro Crocs podcast. This is now coming This is going to be Croc Talk for a little minute. Okay. Cat, you bought Crocs. Yes. At and you your were skepti-
0: recommendation.
1: At my recommendation, but you were skeptical. You were I like was. these are going to be how house- You were like these are going to be my house shoes. And I was mm-hmm. like no, they're not. You're like I'm going to wear these. You were still in Student housing. You're like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna wear these in the shower and around my like building and blah blah blah. And I was like, No, you're not. You're gonna wear them everywhere. Yep. Like those are the most comfortable shoes you're ever gonna put on your feet, ever, in your entire life. Oh my god. And you were like, I I have And you were, like, been... you were like, you were like you're like, sure, I guess so. And I'm like, You're about to have your life changed. And this is an opinion I will this is I this is the hill I'm gonna die on. Mm-hmm. This is my hill. I will die up here. Crocs. I, have the, I was a skeptic. I was like, those are the ugliest. My two roommates, f- my first year of college, both had Crocs. I was like, those are the ugliest. And I had them when I was little, when they were, like, big. Yeah. No, I had them with, like, widgets. Gib- gibbets. Gibbets. That's what they're called. They're called okay. gibbets. Um, please. I remember that I had, <laughs> I, don't a widget, actually... I, I had a
0: gibbet that I got at Build-A-Bear. And if that is not the most, like, 2006 really sentence...
1: I think Lainey has an egg gibbet on one of her crocs that a friend made for her. Oh nice. Which is really funny. Um so okay. Are there gibbets crocs- on Etsy?
0: There must yes, be.
1: Absolutely there are gibbets on Etsy. Um I know what I'm getting at you for your birthday. <laughs> I don't like gibbets. I find them uncomfortable. You have to get the right ones. Mm. Um do you wear your crocs barefoot or Yeah. The socks?
0: I don't wear... Generally, if I'm wearing Crocs, it's because I'm too lazy to find and put on socks.
1: Mm, see, if I'm wearing my Crocs, like, out and about, out and about, I wear them with socks because otherwise my feet sweat. Mm.
0: Um, here, okay. I generally wear them to, like, the beach or to the pool or, yeah. like, yes. to water.
1: That's fair. I, I was a skeptic, mm-hmm. truly, and then I put on my first pair of Crocs. They were our friends. I was borrowing them for an evening, not out anywhere specific. I was just walking around, and I was like, can I try on your Crocs and wear them? And I was like, these are the most comfortable shoe I've ever put on in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I wore them around, and I was a convert, and I've had the same pair of Crocs for now almost three years. And um, fuck, man. They're the most comfortable shoe ever. That's the hill I'll die on. This, is a, pro, this is a pro-Croc podcast. Um...
0: What
1: was I going to say? Um, oh. But you were a skeptic. Really... You were like, I don't know about Crocs. I'm... You were like, I'm I know. i to be that honest. Those, like... I
0: don't tend to wear them, like, out and about because I don't feel. If I'm going to wear socks, I'm going to wear, like, cute shoes. Like, I did if I'm gonna not put take the... my
1: Crocs with me to Germany. I will say that. I did if not I'm going to put the effort like... in
0: to put on socks, I can deal with laces, you know? Um, mm. And I, I feel too exposed to wear Crocs without socks if I'm, like, Going to the grocery store or whatever. Unless it's like the middle of summer. That's different. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Um, anyway, I have shoes. They are not Keens. They are knockoff Keens. I don't know if you know what Keens are, but they're a very specific oh. kind of like cloth yes, sandal with a Keen- rubber toe. I know what Keens
1: are. Okay.
0: I have these knockoff Keens that are like rainbow tie-dye. And last night I wore them to Trader Joe's while I was grocery shopping. And it was, like, a, approximately half an hour before closing, and I was checking out, and this guy comes up to me from the floral department, and he has just arms full of, like, pre-made bouquets. And he hands me one, and he says, "Uh, you wore rainbow shoes today, so you get free flowers. And I just, uh. I did not know how to process that that's amazing i guess they had like bouquet like pre-made bouquets that were gonna like go bad um that were like not fresh and pretty anymore that they were trying to get rid of because he handed somebody else some flowers uh because she mentioned uh having not been to trader joe's in forever and he's like oh you gotta you gotta keep coming back here have some flowers but I I like did not know how to react to being handed a bouquet and told that I was wearing rainbow shoes even though I I was wearing rainbow shoes.
1: That's hysterical. I also read somewhere I and I don't know if this is actually true. Um so if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Um but I did read somewhere that Crocs does like All of the charitable giving that they've done in the last, since they were, like, founded in, like, 2002, all of the charitable giving that both their CEO and, like, the company as a whole has done has been to really, like, leftist liberal organizations, which is really cool. (laughs) Crocs donates to leftists. Um... And I see that uh,
0: Crocs currently has a promotion uh, sharing a free pair for
1: healthcare. Yeah, they're, like, pretty cool. Yeah. They also have, like, because of the their, like, very simple, pretty basic design, mm-hmm. the path we choose, delightfully democratic. I'm pretty sure that they are a um, also company... The, like, employees, they they do have, like, a CEO, but they're, I'm pretty sure they're, I'm pretty sure they're mostly employee-owned or that their employees have stocks in the company. Um, I see that they made some
0: sick-ass Crocs in collaboration with Ruby Rose called Just Love, but they
1: are sold out and they are rainbow. We we do know how people feel about, we do know how this podcast feels about Ruby Rose. Um, the one thing I will say about Ruby Rose is why didn't they just let her have an Australian accent in the Meg? Yeah, I don't know.
0: Peeps and Crocs did a collaboration. <laughs> They're horrifying looking. Cat,
1: can we get a collaboration with Crocs?
0: I would love that.
1: Um, can we get a, can we get a famous for the podcast to have a collaboration with the Crocs? What would it even be? God. Barney's New York did a collaboration with <laughs> Crocs. Is it is Barney's? Is in like, not Barney. Is in like Barney the dinosaur. No, Barney's is right?
0: in the like pretentious New York company. Look
1: at these fucking shoes. Oh my god, this is like when Balenciaga. You know about you know about Balenciaga um, Vera Crocs, Bradley right?
0: also did a collaboration with
1: Crocs. <gasps> oh vomit! Sorry, I just I have a Vera Bradley bag. There's limited it's worth-
0: edition Kiss
1: Crocs, like the like band. The band, yeah. Um, sorry. I have a Vera Bradley bag, and
0: wait, look at these. These are the ugliest Crocs in the world.
1: Oh, what are they? Are um, those chia they're, pets? They're like, it's like fake
0: grass carpeting over the oh, shoes.
1: That's horrifying. Um, I'm so sorry that I've. We've all been subjected to that. That's horrific. There's also post malone crocs that
0: <gasps> they're so mediocre
1: looking. much like sorry, post sorry, they're like um, a bit like you yeah. um bit like post malone himself. you know about my the story that I've told you about post Malone. Yes, not gonna share that one on the podcast. Um, but um, Crocs and Justin Bieber <laughs> teamed up.
0: <laughs> hang to on. I have to see
1: these. Can you uh,
0: Crocs? I'm literally just on the Crocs website under limited edition cro- collaborations. Scrolling through them.
1: Oh, oh, my God. I really want a Crocs I hate collab. how pretty
0: the Vera Ra- Bradley Crocs are.
1: Wait, what?
0: They slap. They're rainbow. Or not rainbow, they're um, floral. I just forgot words for a second there. Oh, Jesus. I forgot about the KFC Crocs. Oh, my God. Those were
1: a nightmare. I'm now looking at the limited edition Crocs.
0: I love these dumb looking sporty Crocs that are uh, in collaboration with a Japanese outdoors company. They look like, the, it looks like the Crocs have been dressed up for an L.L. Bean catalog.
1: I've seen people, people who have camo Crocs. No Crocs can scare me more than the camo Crocs.
0: My Crocs were limited edition Pride Crocs.
1: That's cool.
0: Um,
1: Liberty London, Madewell, Peeps Crocs. Those are horrifying. They're so upsetting to look at. Riley has fuzzy Crocs. I don't know They're how to feel about that. They're fuzzy on the inside. They're fine. Oh, oh the other. I, so I
0: found opensecrets.org. dot um, org, and Crocs donates. Um, since they were founded, they have donated to Republicans once, and that was in. Uh- 2008 and they donated more than thrice that to democrats
1: um good for them
0: yeah
1: they had a collaboration with pizza slime yeah i don't know what that is it scares me oh these would be terrible they're crocs but they've got bones on them I hate the fuzzy ones. The green, the grass ones. Those are awful. Um. (gasps) The A-Life Crocs with the socks. Did you see those? No. They have, like, a sock attached to them permanently. Oh, my God. What the hell? That's not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this episode got so weird so fast. Sorry. I'm um, not sorry. This is hilarious. I told my mom to get crocs for um gardening, but she's like, they have holes in them. And I'm like, you can get crocs that don't have holes in them. Oh, crocs at work. Chef shoes. Um. They're cause they're so comfortable. <gasps> Tie-dye. Ooh, my Crocs... that's my jam. My Crocs are a birthday gift. Oh, you could get Canadian flag Crocs. Wow, we're just really talking about... We're just we're talking really... about Crocs. Sorry, these peep Crocs really upset me. They're terrible. <laughs> They're really upsetting. I really don't like it. We should we maybe wrap, wrap up. up
0: this episode. We kind should of maybe... went off the went off the rails a little bit. I mean, um, but would this be our podcast if we weren't chaotic?
1: I mean, in summation, just buy yourself a pair of Crocs, save yourself the foot trouble. Yeah, we're not
0: sponsored by Crocs, but
1: Crocs. Crocs. We're not sponsored by Crocs, but hey Crocs, if you want to sponsor us. Yeah. Um Anyway. Yeah, yet being yet being the keyword there. If you want to Crocs, if you want to like,
0: this is the croc- last time we'll promote Crocs for free.
1: Yeah, probably. I,
0: well,
1: <laughs> probably, probably not. Honestly,
0: we need to, we need to, we need to seem like we're serious.
1: Yeah, this is the last time we'll promote Crocs to this degree for free. Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, you have heard the good news about.
1: Beer, ancient beer, old beer, beer old old s- beer, old old beer. Don't drink that beer. Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo,
0: octopodes, um, Octop-
1: octopodes, yeah.
0: Uh, what else did we talk about? April Fool's Day,
1: Steve Irwin, Steve
0: Irwin, Bindi Irwin, um, Crocs, other stuff Crocs. maybe, <laughs> um. What else do we even talk about? Oh, JP Licks. Oh.
1: JP Licks. If you're in
0: the Boston area,
1: Lil check Nos out. Lil Nas X. Lil Nas
0: X. Watch the music video. Hey,
1: Lil Nas. If you ever hear this and you want to come on the podcast, please
0: come on our podcast.
1: Holy shit! Please. I be would my lose my
0: goddamn not mind. Not even come.
1: Not even come on the podcast. Just be my friend. I feel like we'd get along. Probably. Come on, we're just we just be three queers hanging out.
0: The three queers pod. We'll start a new podcast just for you.
1: We'll start a new podcast just for you. It'll happen like whenever you're free.
0: Yeah, the three queers podcast.
1: The three queers podcast. We can
0: come up with a better name, probably.
1: No, I think that's what the name should be.
0: Um. Anyway, thank you so much for listening.
1: Um- Queer and Co. <gasps> Sorry,
0: that sounds
1: like a. We could also we could also have a have a an alcohol company. Okay um like a we could make a craft beer cool and cider and um, cider thank you so much for listening uh you have this heard one the got good a- news this one as usual got away from us maybe uh, i'll switch instead of saying catch you on the flip side i'll say this one got away from us as usual
0: <laughs> um thank you so much for listening i have been cat slash dylan
1: um i have been sophia
0: you have heard the good news good night and good news
1: And I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye.